getting back into the second half of our conversation, um, I obviously wanted to talk a little bit about the struggles and emphasis on struggles with an S that we went through uh, studying mechanical engineering at Carleton. I'd say any engineering program anywhere is extremely intense. So anyone who, who got out and has the ring on the pinky, kudos to you. Um, but Matilda, I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit specifically about your experience in engineering. And let's start with the reason that you, you chose to become an engineer. Yeah, I'd, I'd say like, I feel like I chose it for the challenge. And I regret that because mm. I was dumb. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh my um, I was challenged very much oh so. Oh, Lord. So um, I wanted oh to be a geologist because my dad's a geologist um, and it, it was cool. Like, but I did want to move to Calgary. That was the thing, because that's kind of where I'd have gotten the best education in geology. So I didn't want to leave Ontario. So I was like, hey, next best thing, engineering. I've heard it's hard. Um, I like hard. Then I liked hard. It was foolish. It was youthful yeah. folly i would say yeah. honestly <laughs> but i i wanted to be challenged i knew that um at that point i wasn't necessarily like passionate about anything per se but i was passionate about a challenge so yeah naturally i had been in like i had taken like science courses in high school so it just it came naturally so i just that's why it's not a very good reason but yeah <laughs> why did you no i mean i don't think maybe yeah, I was gonna say like I don't I don't have a good reason either. Um, mm. uh, my dad was an engineer, so my dad worked as an engineer for twenty five years. Um, in high school, like I did well in math and science, and I remember like in grade ten, you would always do those. Um, I went to I went to high school in Ontario, so you we had this like careers class where we would do these surveys and it would ask us like, what do you like like. What do you do in your free time? All this stuff. And then it would spit out results of things that what careers we should do based on our personalities. Mine never said mm. engineering. Never one time did it say like you should be an engineer. But I was just like, what were what? you getting? I was getting like, I was getting stuff that had to do more with like talking. So like, I don't remember any specific ones, but a lot of like artsy types, types of jobs. And for me, Full like circle. my ego was just like, okay. my ego was just like, nah, like I'm supposed to be an engineer. Um, and <laughs> yeah, grade 11, grade 12 came. I did like physics, chemistry, all the maths and everything. And it went well. Um, my dad was an engineer. I was 17. I didn't really have something I was passionate about. Um, and I only applied to engineering programs. Got in at Carleton. I was living in Ottawa at the time. So I decided to go. So I didn't really like have a good reason. And I definitely went into engineering thinking like, I went, I got through high school, but I was, I didn't really like have to work super hard, but I did well. So I was going into engineering thinking like I was one of the smartest people in the world. You could do that as well. And first year it came and it woke me right up. Like <laughs> it was a punch in the face. Um, I'm not sure if you had like a similar first year experience. Like what was that? What was that like for you? I didn't. I didn't. And that's. It's very interesting because I have the re reverse story of like literally everyone in engineering. In yeah. first year, I was so good. Like hey. everything was like, no, I was so good. Like that's the best my GPA had ever been. But I think it's yeah. because like while everyone um, had like natural smarts in high school and stuff, 
I had always mm. been like this hard worker um, in mm. high school. Like everyone um, in Nigeria, we have this like board exams. It's called YEC. And like a lot of people weren't studying for that. I remember having all nighters in high school. So I already had wow. like a studying pattern like unlock so like moving that to um university that wasn't hard at all for me mm. um and like first year courses were still very much like math and like it made sense to me but like by fourth year i just i made it by <laughs> exactly like that but i think i when i think about it it's because in first year i was doing just school like literally mm. school and like a little bit of a social life but then university got to me you know i was finding yeah. myself so yeah, yeah not my grades but what yeah. did you uh <laughs> what did you expect going into engineering in terms of just the breakdown between guys and girls like i'd always heard going to engineering and people would always make jokes in high school like oh like good luck finding a girlfriend like there's no girls in engineering <laughs> and that kind of stuff and and i expected it to some extent but i didn't expect it to be like what it was it was like where you would have classes with like did you find that it was as bad i definitely think i thought it, i definitely thought it was pretty bad um <laughs> because that you would look around and it would just be dudes um and also like yeah. as you know after first year where you start getting getting into your stream a little bit more and people start leaving the program and stuff like that um they weren't they weren't <laughs> first year was the purge yeah there weren't that there weren't yeah. that many girls left so I'm wondering if you like expected that going in or what your experience was when you finally got there and you saw what it was in reality. To be honest, I I think I always heard about it, but I didn't pay much attention to it, like mm. going into the program, especially because, as you said, like in first year, there was like we had huge classes and I knew there were more guys than girls, but I still had a lot of friends, like a lot of my friends till date I made in um, first year, like mm. my female friends. But then, as you said, like after first year, the purge, yeah. um, like and yeah. then I didn't have any almost had like no female friends, like I think by fourth year i was hanging out with you guys yeah. <laughs> and that was it yeah so um i think i just learned to hang with guys <laughs> yeah yeah but i i didn't pay too much attention to it because i had no expectation going into it okay so how did you yeah. find how did you find your experience while you were in engineering uh, being a being a woman in engineering like did you i don't know if you have any like memories or stories you can share of like if people blatantly slighted you because you were a girl um or if you were just like this is like something i'm not even gonna pay that much attention to yeah i wouldn't say it was as um as bad as like a lot of things i've heard but there mm -hmm. were definitely like i feel like the lack of representation eventually gets to you because like there were times that you you guys had inside jokes. I guess David, you were in my group, so like <laughs> <laughs> you were part of the problem. I'm joking. Uh, yo, um, let me know. Let me know if I was. No, I don't think it was a thing that was, as I said, like it wasn't as like in your face or anything, because I don't think anyone, at least at Carlton, and I feel like Carlton's a good school for that. I feel like people are very yeah. sociable for engineering. We had a pretty sociable bunch, like right. Because a lot of people say, like, engineers are, like, nervous. And we had that, but, like, yeah, our yeah, people were people, pretty much sociable. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
and there'd be times like I'd hang in the group but like I couldn't fit into like the guys club like there were jokes you guys mm-hmm. told that I literally didn't get like right so like mm-hmm. you'd be rolling mm-hmm. around you guys would be talking about like whatever you're talking about I'm like uh... <laughs> Okay. And I think that kind of affects, to an extent, it does affect your grades because you guys might hang out like on like an unrelated, like not related to school. Like you guys might have like a social hangout and like talk about stuff that like pertains to school still. And I miss out on that. Like I feel like there were times where I didn't know something was due because Mm -hmm. literally I, outside like, classes and stuff like i was hanging out with people that weren't in my program so that that does affect you like because at carlton engineering yeah. was pretty much a group event <laughs> or you fail facts yeah facts yeah yeah it, it became it became a team sport very quickly um and I, i'll kind of backtrack to my first year very quickly and then i'll respond to what you said but in my first year i was the same as you in terms of being like all academics and I was living with my parents at the time and they lived about an hour and a half commute from campus. Oh, yeah. So to get to a to get to an eight thirty, like I was leaving my parents' house at seven, so I'm waking up at six. Um, you come on campus. I didn't know anyone from my high school who went to Carlton for engineering. Um, that was in my year at least. So I would just go to class, go to the library and then go home and I didn't really involve myself in too many social things. And I think that definitely had an impact on, like you said, when you're moving with other people in your program, even though you might just be having a conversation that relates to life, things with academics will always come always. up. You get invited to this event, that study group, et cetera, et cetera. So it wasn't until second year, well, I knew Marlon in the first year, but it wasn't until second year where I got really close with Kwesi and Marlon that I started getting introduced to other people. And I think that kind of helped come along. But then to what you said about hanging with the guys, like I think my mindset being there was just like, if, and this is gonna sound horrible to say, and, and I like to believe I've matured a lot since that point when I was in third year, but I was, my thought was like, if Matilda like wants to be a part of this group, like she'll be a part of this group. Not to say just you, but anyone, like, yeah. just to give an example of like, if anyone wants to be a part of this group, they'll be a part of this group. And I didn't really think too much about if they're a guy or if they're a girl uh, or, or whatever. And I think that when you are a part of like a majority in any setting, so being a part of a group of guys in engineering, you are overwhelmingly the majority. I think that you have to have a little bit of empathy to go out of your way to pull someone into that group. So um, it wasn't until like fourth year, I think, when typically after every semester, we would all go to Marlon's place and just like stay up and just debrief on the semester where we were like, we went out of our way to be like, okay, we're gonna invite Matilda. We're gonna invite whoever else because we had done that project. Yeah. Um, and and then that kind of extended into fifth year when we did bites and like we basically did everything together as a group. So I feel like you have to be, and that's probably what a lot of people don't really think about being in engineering is like you have to be conscious of the fact that you have to pull people in, as opposed to just assuming that they're just gonna like tag along and and like everything's gonna be fine from there, you know? Yeah, I think it was a very um, it happened naturally eventually, but I think in third year. The third year was the hardest for me because, um, mm. well, I still had better grades than fourth year, but it's okay. Um, yeah. Third year was hard because that was the year after like almost literally everyone I rolled it um, rolled with in first year had mm. either dropped out of engineering 
or was in a different stream and like you know how like our courses start getting like like they're smaller people because like there's different engineering specialties so like I was in classes and I didn't know many people and stuff like that so I was doing really badly because I remember like there was a um I think there was a an exam that like everyone got the past questions for and I had studied for so I came out and <laughs> No, I know everyone still studies, but then I came out with super bad grades and everyone was like, the average was like an 80 or something. And I'm like, oh, it's different. If, yeah. If you've seen the questions before, it's definitely yeah. it's a different exam. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of thing. But I, I'd say like, I felt I almost knew my place in a way. And this isn't a good thing. Even at the end, mm. I knew my place as I'm kind of hanging with them because I absolutely need to um and like i have fun but like there's still like there's still more genuine friends than i was and so like there were times like right. i would like pull back and I, at some point i tried to be one of the guys but i realized no mm. matter what i did i couldn't really be a guy <laughs> or relate with like everything yeah. you guys were saying so there was that roadblock but um i did my best <laughs> For yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you, like, for me, one common thing that I felt um, in the program was there would always be like one or two courses that would be like, I just don't feel like I have the brain capacity. To Make it 10. Course. Like, <laughs> I just, yo, know, every every semester I'll say there's one or two courses like, I just, no matter how much I put into this, like, I just don't feel like I have enough computation power up here to be able to figure this course out. And I know like everyone kind of gets to that point. Well, like if you had that, you can share it, but also like what kind of conversations did you have with yourself to ultimately push through and like end up graduating? Like what was like, what were some of those conversations you were having with yourself at 4am to be like, Matilda, you're not feeling this. Like we're moving on to fourth year. We're moving on to graduation. This conversation is stressing me because it's taking me back. <laughs> PT, you know, PTSD. PTSD. Like, I literally dug a hole in my memory and, like, buried it. Like, <laughs> um, But, yeah, like, it's it was a lot of crying, honestly. In, um, <laughs> that's how, I, that's yeah. how I, I dealt with it. But I think, um, I think, one, being an international student, like, our tuition was mm. much, much more. So it was on a thing of like not wanting my parents to have to pay for this yeah, course again. Stakes. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people had that like mentality of I'll just take it again, like to get better grades mm. and stuff. Like I almost had it in my brain that I couldn't retake any course. And and I didn't retake any courses, even though I did badly on some in fourth year. But um I think it was mostly the tuition fee. And I was just like, even if you're not enjoying this course you need it to graduate so yeah do you think that you're you're better for it for finishing engineering or do you think that you would have been happier like doing a different program no actually i really i it stresses me but i i thoroughly enjoyed engineering like i mm. actually no i wouldn't take it back i wouldn't do anything else even thinking back to it now so i think i'm much better off. And I think it's like any other thing, like there's going to be things that you enjoy in the program and things you don't. But be 
to right. to get the like best out of everything there has there usually is some stress like and it's like the bad yeah sure. i i was speaking to not to also get so personal but like my therapist i was telling her like your life is getting so stressful and i'm like i'm scared that i'm the kind of person that's going to quit and just chase pursue like happiness but usually like where there's like pure happiness there isn't a lot of self development i think with every good thing there are challenges yeah. so i think i wouldn't take engineering back to be very honest mm. would you like would i take it again yeah would you do it again i wouldn't do it again um mostly because now i feel like in my career i'm at a place where i found the thing that i really love doing for work that mm. is still a combination of a challenge but it's still enjoyable for me um and yeah. knowing what i know now if i knew that 7 years ago i would probably take a program that best aligned me to do that cuz i don't i don't work in engineering now um but also like i knew pretty early in engineering that i wasn't going to do engineering as my career like i knew in second year really um, yeah i knew in second year i was like this isn't what i want to do long term but kind of similar to what you said i was like if i'm able to take on this challenge and come out afterward it doesn't mean that i'm the smartest person in the world or i'm the sm- i'm the smartest enough to do engineering but it's like another thing i could put under my belt of like i went into this program it was really tough it was really intense and i was able to come out on top and hear all the things that i've learned from it so like you said um the marriage of like being happy but also having those challenges that lead to personal development is really important and that's what i found in engineering like i wasn't going to class being like oh my gosh i feel so fulfilled and amazing but i was thinking like okay end goal if i can graduate from this like i'll be better off for it it is a mix between like happiness and like struggles but like you should still make sure that like happiness is the majority right mm, like mm-hmm. and sometimes you might have to find that because in engineering it wasn't necessarily the like the courses that made me have fun but it was the experience like right. like the all nighters now i look back and it's, it's it was fun like i have yeah. videos and memories from like all nighters in the computer labs and stuff like that right. so it's right. like you still want to make sure that like the majority of it is happiness but just know that like there's there's going to be a little bit of struggle in there and mm-hmm. like you have mm-hmm. to take that with the good i guess that's yeah. dope. Yeah, I I agree with you. That's that's a really good nugget. Um couple more things to do before we sign off. Uh the first one is story time. Uh so story time is just me sharing a story from some point in my life um that feels appropriate and the one I thought of was I think one of the biggest moments where I felt like I wasn't smart enough for engineering is ironically like one of the last moments that we had. So myself and Matilda were in the same um group in our final year every engineering student before they graduate has to do a capstone project so it's a year long project where you have to like design something that has to do with your stream of study and then there's a big presentation at the very end we were lucky that we were on a project that was in existence for the very first time so we didn't actually have to build anything which all glory to god um that was good but there was a lot of like laying the groundwork and research that we had to do so we were working on a uh, sustainable house just to put it simply um and we all had like different aspects that we had to work on and the very last piece before we were done with this project was presenting our idea um in groups of like four or five 
uh, where everyone had, I think it was like six minutes individually to talk about what you've been working on for eight, for eight months and present to people who had been working in the industry for like 20 years. So as you can imagine, there's no way that we have enough knowledge to like talk to these people. And I remember like, I remember like going to this presentation. I was like, if they just ask me like any question besides the three that I've prepped answers for, <laughs> this whole this whole presentation is going sideways. They're gonna be like, yo, David, you're coming back for another year. So all these people roll in. Um, and I remember like, I think I was in the first group. I don't know if it was with you, but I presented with Kwesi, Marlon. It was me. I was I was totally then, in your group. Yeah. But I know Col- you presented with Colin. Though, oh, yeah. You? Like our group, yeah. our bigger split group into two. got split into yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I remember when the order came out, our group of four were the very first people to present. I'm thinking, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I come to this presentation. I'm already wearing, I'm wearing a nice suit, everything. It's going to be a happy day, but so nervous. Go through, like, give my six-minute presentation. And I remember the very first question. This someone asked me was like, oh, did you consider this like very obscure, random variable that I had never heard of before? And I just the one thing you have to learn in engineering is just how to BS your way Bullshit. to any answer. If if engineering just, taught me anything, it was that. And you know what I figured? Finesse. Yeah, not to like cut into your story. I'm so sorry. No, but it's all good. It's all good. I figured that the people I thought were smart throughout engineering have been bullshitting their way and <laughs> that was my biggest takeaway from engineering <laughs> oh my gosh just pure finesse i was just like oh actually in my initial research i did see a variable that pertains to that aspect that you just mentioned but seeing as we are just laying the groundwork for this project i didn't think it was extremely relevant to include it I will definitely put it in my end of year report for future classes to take on, but I chose to focus on these specific variables for X, Y, and Z. Mm. And and then she just said, okay, noted and wrote something down. I was like, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I just want to get off the stage. At this point, I just want to get back to my seat and know that it's good. Turns out ended up being being okay. Your boy, you know, actually did pretty well in bites. Um, ended up graduating, got the ring and everything. So end up breaking out but that was definitely a moment where i was like i do not feel qualified enough to be up here talking about something that i researched for eight months to people who literally do this for a living yeah you're bringing back so many memories i feel like i haven't thought of school in so long that's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah it's true i'm actually seeing uh Kwesi next week so i'm sure we're gonna oh. share tons of uh tons of engineering stories in in the like bit to not exclude me you guys should like organize like a hangout i haven't seen you guys since like we graduated literally organize a hangout in ottawa or in toronto anywhere yeah so it's if organize Ontario, something right? in toronto you'll come through yeah if you give me like a month in advance or something okay yeah. let's do it marlon's here too so um oh shit yeah. you guys all moved yeah i actually haven't seen i saw them last probably a year ago mm, i pandemic. saw them last last july and then yeah everything got crazy mm-hmm. but okay say less i'm gonna hit up the group chat and say hey. we're doing a toronto hangout in august september i'm going to calgary september. in august yeah okay september toronto hangout done cool so last thing matilda before i let you go thank you so much this has been an extremely dope conversation i really enjoyed talking about everything from 
podcasting to our struggles in engineering. The last segment before we sign off is called Life Lessons. So if someone were to tune in just for this part of the conversation, based on everything we've talked about, based on your lived experience and everything that you know, if you were to give them one takeaway um, pertaining to being smart enough or being qualified or validated, what would that advice be? I'd say everyone feels not smart sometimes. Mm. And I think at every point, you're going to feel like that. But I think you just have to keep pushing through because I think the professionals, the people we consider as professionals anyways, also don't know what they're doing. And engineering taught me that. Um, The programming class I was taking taught me that. And I think Mm. I'm still learning. But the longer you're doing something, the more naturally like things that you used to find super difficult start being easy and so then you you get Mm. better at it but if you quit before you get to that point you're always going to feel not smart i think some people are naturally gifted to things and that's something i've always struggled with in life like i feel like i i'm not naturally gifted in like anything so i have to work hard but i feel like you just have to wait there for a while and you'll get better so yeah i like that well i i mean i don't have anything to add i i 100 agree with you um, I think everyone goes through it. There's always a period in time where you're just like, man, should I really be here? But um, like you said, wait on it, work hard. Even professionals don't know. I learned that from engineering when our profs would just be telling us nonsense, bro. I'd be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, but he's yeah. here, so so I can do it too. Matilda, yeah. one of the hosts of the Africalypso podcast came through and dropped bars, dropped wisdom. If you like what you heard, check out their podcast. Yeah, you can check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud, wherever. We're there. Don't worry. Um, And you can find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, at Pod. And now you can find them on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting. Yeah, that too. Yeah. They're on YouTube now. (laughs) And look out for your your voice episode coming soon we don't know what the date is yet when my episode is going to drop but we're going to make it happen hopefully yeah. one you day. don't sound excited matilda one I day thought... she says okay. <laughs> no but remember when we were meant to record it last time it was you that that like slide and it's funny because the episode was actually to explore your unique like experiences like yeah yeah i think we can still do it we'll make it happen i got stage fright but i'm ready to pull up now yeah Okay, sounds good. Well, Matilda, thank you so much. This was so, so, so dope. Um, I'm glad to see you're doing well. And Toronto Hangout September. Yeah. I'm going to send you that calendar invite.